from BA. This is a Roshok Nigeria update from the 1st of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. President Buhari wrote to the Senate on Tuesday the 29th and requested they create a bill for a social investment program. According to the President, if the bill is passed into law, the executive will be able to implement its current social investment program better and lift citizens from poverty. The executive created the social investment program in 2015 to provide skills training and a $70 monthly stipend to unemployed citizens and free meals to poor school children to encourage them to attend school. On the same day, the president also urged the legislators to pass a bill to create 10 national parks across the country. Also on Tuesday the 29th, the Minister of State for Petroleum said the country will stop importing petroleum products by September next year. According to the Minister, by the end of next month, a repaired refinery in Rivers State will produce around 60,000 barrels per day of refined crude oil. He added that the Dangote refinery, a private refinery with a capacity of 650,000 barrels per day, will be completed by March next year and that these two refineries will refine the crude oil it produces. On the same day, the minister said the country will meet the oil production quota set by the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries by May next year. Although Nigeria is allowed to produce almost 2 million barrels per day, the country produces just above 1 million barrels per day due to oil theft and low investment. Speaking of oil and gas, on Monday the 28th, the World Bank said the contribution of oil to government revenue has reduced in the past few years. It said oil and gas generated about 47 of government revenue between 2010 and 2014, but just about 36% between 2015 and 2020. The bank said petrol subsidy payments are hurting the Nigerian economy because these payments are volatile and subject to global petrol prices. On that note about the economy, on Thursday the 24th, the Bureau of Statistics reported that the economy grew by just above 2% year-on-year in the third quarter. However, the growth is lower than the 4% growth in the second quarter of 2022 the central bank governor, released its next year economic projections on 10%. The bank said it will continue to implement measures to reduce the inflation rate and it urged citizens to support the newly redesigned Naira notes as it claimed that the new notes will help control currency circulation and promote a cashless economy 
which will then help reduce inflation. The bank also said it will make all efforts to maintain the stability of the exchange rates and that oil theft was one of the major reasons hurting the external reserves as it reduces the government revenue. On Monday the 28th, at the final UK-Nigeria Economic Development Forum set up by Theresa May and President Buhari in 2018 to promote trade and investment between the two countries, the UK said it remains committed to improving trade with Nigeria and that trade between the two countries was worth more than £5 million in 2022. According to the UK Trade Envoy to Nigeria, the UK Developing Countries Trading Scheme will launch by February next year and cut tariffs on hundreds of products from developing countries like Nigeria. On that note about the UK, the Horniman Museum in London handed over six stolen artefacts to the Nigerian government on Monday the 28th and reached an agreement to hold the remaining 66 artefacts for a year. The artefacts were stolen by British soldiers in 1897 when they ransacked the Benin Kingdom in present-day Edo State. The head of the Nigerian National Commission for Museums and Monuments said there are over 5,000 of these artefacts all over the world and urged other museums to return them. Let's move on to some election news. The Inspector General of the Police Force urged all police officers to be apolitical in the general elections next year. He said the country is in a critical period of political campaigns and rallies, therefore police officers have to be extra vigilant to prevent any outbreak of violence between rival political groups. The Chief Justice of Ocean State swore in Senator Adelaide, a member of the People's Democratic Party, as the new governor on Sunday the 27th. A day after he was sworn in, he accused the past governor, who is a member of the All Progressive Congress, of employing over 12,000 government workers in the weeks before he left office to deliberately undermine him. Adelaide K announced he fired the 12,000 workers and froze all the bank accounts of the state to perform an audit of the state's assets. Speaking of state governors, on Wednesday the 30th, the executive blamed state governors for the rising poverty level in the country. The Minister of State for Budget and National Planning said most poor people live in the villages and rural areas which have been neglected by state governors as these governors prefer to build infrastructure in the capital cities. The minister said state governors should avoid borrowing money to build unnecessary projects and instead they should build rural roads that will benefit poor people in these areas. Let's see what a state governor is up to.
The Kogi State Governor submitted next year's budget to the State House of Assembly on Wednesday the 30th. The state plans to spend about $400 million. 41% of the budget will be spent on capital expenditure like infrastructure and the rest on recurrent expenditure like salaries. Next up, some travel news. On Tuesday the 29th, the Nigerian Civil Aviation Authority said the local airline Aero Contractors, who suspended its operations for the last four months, has gotten regulatory approval to resume flights. The airline announced on social media that it will resume its operations with a flight from Lagos to Abuja on the 5th of December. On that note about transportation services resuming operations, on Sunday the 27th, the Minister of Transportation said the Abuja-Kaduna rail route that shut down on the 28th of March because of a terrorist attack on a train will resume operations next week. The minister said the executive improved security on the route by requiring a phone number and national identification number from passengers before they buy a ticket. Also, an adult needs to pay and register for a minor but cannot register for more than four minors in a trip. Speaking of the executive, on Friday the 25th, The head of the civil service said the executive has approved a 14-day paternity leave for civil servants. However, the leave will only be available once in two years and for a maximum of four children per worker. Also, if a male worker adopts a child who is less than four months old, he will also get paternity leave. According to the head of the civil service, the leave was introduced to improve staff welfare and help fathers to bond with their newborn children. Female workers in the civil service have a 16-week maternity leave. And finally, entertainment news. Thames won the Best New Artist Award at the Soul Train Awards on Saturday the 26th. She beat Other nominees like Mooney Long, Coco Jones, and Nigerian singers CK and Fireboy DML. And that's it for this week. You know, every week we work hard to pick what the most important stuff is in Nigeria. What's talked about the most, what's big but flies under the radar. All the main stuff. Are we getting the mix right? Not a specific thing we have missed. Although you can tell us that too. What types of information do you want more or less of? Let us know at nigeria at rorschach.com. Ka Odi.